Step on up, Gerald. You gained nine pounds. Have you been cheating? Hmm? How can I sell an infomercial about fat kids who can't keep their piggy little snouts shut? Okay, turn on the camera. <laughs> Welcome to This Guy Sucks with Chuck Bass. I'm Chuck Bass. I'm Chuck Bass! And I apologize, guys, for the three-week absence. I was asked to consult the Supreme Court on a few key issues as we approach the midterms, one of which being affirmative action. And I'll be honest. Juicy smoothies, tiny testies. Anyways, back to the NFL. Fuck this fucking bullshit. The shit is done. It would appear the NFL has fired its executive producers and has resorted to writing A, B, and C plots that would make Weiss and Benioff come in their red denim. These hacks need someone to come on in and whip them into shape, and there's nobody more equipped for this job than your dear old Uncle Tony. This is Father Sky, Mother Earth, and your dear old Uncle Tony. Let's get right to the awards. First up, the Deli Meat Award. Who would like to own up to this treasure trove? Hmm? Whose wonderful candies are these? Oh, look, a deli meat. This goes to Derrick Henry, who is sitting his fat ass on the flat faces of every fantasy player that was afraid of drafting a running back coming off an injury, as if that has never happened. He's been the RB1 since week three, averaging 23 points a game against what is actually some of the better run defenses in the league. He's also probably been the most mentioned player on Fantasy Receipts, which is the Twitter account that is blowing up right now, putting uh, all the analysts on blast, and it's pretty funny. Uh, you've got 50% of the people that are folding like tents, giving right on in and submitting their takes off the bat, and you've got 50% of the people that are blocking the account outright. So uh, I'd say either which way you slice it, we're all winners. The Featherweight Award. This goes to Tony Pollard, who just ripped control of the Dallas backfield away from Zeke for what will no doubt be just one week, if that. Uh, anyone with a working pair of human eyeballs has been able to tell for three years now that Pollard is a superior player in Dallas. His metrics are better. His fantasy points are better. The offense does better when he's in control. But Jerry Jones likes his players to be vastly overrated, vastly overpaid, and somewhat disliked by the national majority of NFL fans. Pollard fits none of those descriptions, and he will likely be suiting up for another team next year, which is good for us, but uh, shitty for Dallas. I'm feeling skinny, Tony. So much. The Feeling Limber Award. Well, congratulations. You've just joined the 76% of Americans who forget to stretch before physical activity. This goes to Darren Waller, Gus Edwards, Keenan Allen, Debo Samuel, Jahan Dotson, and anyone else who has suffered the weakest injury an NFL player can suffer, the hamstring. Uh, get fucking bent. Tom Brady is out here having his muscles jerked to the point of divorce so he can still keep going at age 45. But these wily coyotes are out here with injuries that people stopped getting after the challenger exploded. I'm tired of seeing hamstrings on the injury report. I'm tying or yeah, I'm tired of seeing it keep people out for multiple weeks. Keenan Allen's played one fucking game this year and apparently his hamstrings getting worse. I mean, what the hell is he doing? At this point, I would prefer the team doctor just, you know, punctured his fucking lung and get it over with so I can get this guy off my team. Hi, this is Future Chuck coming in to redact the previous statement that was just said. I do not wish that Keenan Allen gets his lung punctured. Thanks. Back to your normally scheduled podcast. These guys are fucking killy. Get these ammy hammies out of here. The Seymour Butts Award. Candy belongs to Seymour Butts. Who's Seymour Butts? 
Nobody's seen more butts than you, Uncle Tony. You picked the wrong man to mess with. No coach is more fecally familiar than Zach Taylor, who is just about as capable of dialing up a good play as Kanye is of attending a 2022 bar mitzvah. Uh, man, we all thought he was a bad coach. Joe Burrow just started tossing up 50-50 balls and 100% of them were coming down hot, wrote it to the Super Bowl. And now that they don't have Jamar Chase for that hot, hot action, the entire defense, offense, special teams, it's all falling apart. Uh, they're not very good. They're not very fun to watch. And you got to put it all on the head coach because the talent's there, but the scheme and the execution are not. The Off the Team Award. Josh Birnbaum, right. step on up. Get on the scale, son. Get off the scale. Okay, then. Turn off. Allen Robinson, you know we couldn't go a week without giving Allen Robinson an award. He is the only non-injured player taken in the first five rounds of fantasy football drafts that has been dropped by over 40% of all leagues. This guy is literally the physical embodiment of the spirit of my podcast, and I thank him for it every day. The Deal With It Award. Attention campers, lunch has been canceled today due to lack of hustle. Deal with it. This goes to all the beta boys who are supposed to have half of the 50-50 rushing attack on their respective teams, but are instead relegated to borderline unrosterable. Take my word for it. The following names I'm about to list off hurt me the most. A.J. Dillon, Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, Michael Carter, Damian Harris, any name you want to pick in Kansas City. They're all killing me. I expected a lot more from them this year. I didn't think anybody would be a league winner, but I thought I'd be, at least be able to plug them into my lineup with some you know, optimism and happiness, but now we're at the point where they're not just underdogs that I was promised. Uh, they're underperforming pieces of shit. The How You Doing Little Tony Award. Excuse me one second. How you doing, little Tony? Bad. Why do you feel bad? Because everything's falling apart and I can't do anything about it. It's not your fault. I know it's not my fault, but whose fault is it if it's not my fault? It's their fault. That's right. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. You have failed and you will pay. This goes to all the quarterbacks that were supposed to play at a level that at the very least was acceptable when compared to guys like Tua or Jimmy Garoppolo. And here's another list of guys who currently suck but should not be sucking as hard as they have sucked. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, uh, a bunch of fucking clowns. I'm a pretty harsh judge when it comes to quarterback because I think it's way easier than people think it is. Uh, I know that they have to be the leader of the team and that there's a lot of moving pieces, but some of the guys that are performing ahead of the names that I just listed are not good. And we have a pretty big sample size right now. So I think it's fair to say everybody on that list has been disappointing. And I mean like Halloween ends disappointing. Thor love and thunder disappointing. The look on your wife's face when her 30th birthday present is you naming a star after her for $50 on a website disappointing. People will want me to include Tom Brady in that group, which is a bunch of nonsense. Uh, he's near the top of the league in every major statistical category that I find personally important. And he actually doesn't look bad when he has time in the pocket. He slings the ball like a fucking champion. And that's really all you can ask for out of a quarterback. The Good Job Award. You've been a good guard, Nicholas. Strong and fair. Your queen would be proud. This is going to go to Nick Chubb, who has been busting nuts all over the league. 
The Browns are one of the most one-dimensional teams I've seen in a long time, and it's clear what they are going to do on 95% of their plays, uh, most of which feature Nick Chubb as the lead back running left, right, or up the fucking middle, and yet no one can stop him, which shows that we as a fantasy community definitely hyperinflate the value of pass-catching backs not named Christian McCaffrey or Austin Eckler. The What's That? I Missed It award. What's that? I missed it. Good idea. Let's take an hour meditation break. Then we're going to climb that 1,000 foot rock face over there with our bare hands and feet. This is a special shout out. Dude, Scott, what the fuck? Just my nuts just drop. This is a special shout out to every team who made a move at the deadline in the NFL, none of which have had any impact on the fantasy season whatsoever, but at least they're feeling cute and I appreciate them getting in on the action. Let's do a mini rundown. Chase Claypool, who is bad, goes to the Bears passing offense, which is bad. Chase Edmonds, who is bad, goes to the Broncos passing offense, which is bad. Jeff Wilson, who is bad, goes to the Miami rushing offense, which is bad. Naeem Hines, who is bad, goes to the Buffalo rushing offense, which is bad. TJ Hawkinson, who is bad. Psych! He's good. I actually love the fuck out of Hawk. Uh, But he's going to the Vikings passing offense, which is bad for everyone who has a Vikings player. Uh, They did not need this. My Adam Thielen shares didn't need this. My Jefferson shares didn't need this. My fucking Dalvin Cook shares didn't need this. Uh, This hurts me. I specifically drafted Hawkinson because he was on a team that featured one other relevant pass catcher, and now I have to worry about him with like four other guys. So this blows, but um, at least it's exciting. The first time award. Being an only child, educated entirely by private tutors my whole life, I'm looking forward to interacting with children for the first time. This goes to the unbelievably inept coaches in their first year with their new teams. Uh, man, I have never seen so many coaches submarine their offense or their players to such of a such a terrible degree. Uh, Staley, Hackett, Roman, Canada, Leftwich, Dahmer, Smith, Rule, Lafleur, uh, Kingsbury, Taylor. They're all buckets of yuck that lack the vision or execution to stand on their own at the NFL level. It's been really, really fucking painful. Uh, that's too many coaches I just named. A few is acceptable. You can expect that every year, but upwards of like 14, 15 guys, whether they're head coaches or offensive coordinators are just killing me. Uh, each of those names has been previously 30 to 40% of their own success, which is fine. Uh, but when the other percentages don't hold up, whether it's quarterbacks playing poorly, other coaches leaving the war in Ukraine, uh, these guys fold like an umbrella in the wind. The second chance award at age 12, I weighed 319 pounds. I eat success for breakfast with skim milk. This goes to Geno Smith, who hit us with the quote of the season. The folks you said had written you off, maybe? What did they say to them? Yeah, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. I'm not sure I've ever seen someone do what he's doing. Uh, I was surprised as... He played as well as he did last year, actually, in that little stretch. Uh, Maybe he's seen enough bad football to know what not to do. Just listen to some of the teammates he's played with. Mark Sanchez, Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, Bryce Petty, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Russell Wilson, Drew Locke. I mean, that's an unbelievable amount of anti-swag. But the way he's doing it is even more impressive. He's not just pussyfooting the ball down the field five yards like any other career backup would. He's eighth in yards, fifth in touchdowns, seventh in yards per attempt. Uh, and he's already had his buy, so any cumulative stats are even more impressive, especially if he's in the top eight or nine. Uh, and guess what? He's dead last in the league in fourth quarter comebacks because his swaggy ass is never down in the fourth. Oh. Beep, 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 beep. 
Arnold Palmer alert. Arnold Palmer alert. Who wants some Arnie Palmies? <laughs> Sweetie, this one is the Baki right here. Oh, there it is. I'm not going to lie, guys. I completely forgot about the Arnold Palmer alert to close down the show. I switched the format up on how I was going to do things this year, and I've been getting I've been getting so caught up in uh, who I want to dump on the most award style that I forgot to uh, stick to my roots. But don't worry, I'm going to be ending every pod with that and a little bit more. Uh, I thought that I would give a farewell thought at each one of these episodes for the upcoming week specifically and see how on or off base I am with it. So with that being said, here's today's parting thought. Are the Chargers the most disappointing team in the NFL? Um, I thought they were going to be amongst the best, and they haven't had that many injuries that they should be as bad as they have been. Uh, They kind of suck ass, and let's do a quick breakdown of why. Week one, they barely beat the Raiders, who it turns out are awful. Week two, they lose to the Chiefs. Fine, who doesn't? Uh, Week three, they get obliterated by the Jags, who are a cold, brothy ball sack of a team. Terrible. Week four, they scrape by the Texans, who are basically the Bishop Sycamore of NFL teams. The next week, they eke out a two-point win against the Browns in a game where they definitely should have lost. Uh, the next week, they lost – or no, they didn't lose. They needed overtime against the Broncos team that was at absolute rock-bottom dangerous mode. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And then the week after that, they get slapped around silly by the Seahawks. Look, I'm just like you. When I saw Justin Herbert in that SoFi commercial, I thought, wow, this guy's made it. If they're making him the cover of this uh, this company. Then, I mean, they obviously believe that this is a strong investment. I uh, thought he had reached the top of the mountain, but it turns out he's still at base camp. So let's check in next week. You know, Chargers are coming off of a bye. Maybe they all, I don't know, what's something Brandon Staley would fucking do? He'd probably take them to the, some indoor trampoline center for some team building exercises where they all jump into like foam pits or something fucking stupid. Uh, Keenan Allen, of course, couldn't go because he's still milking his hamstring injury. Uh, but we'll see. We'll check in next week and see how they're doing. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in today. I apologize once again for the break between episodes. I'm going to try and limit that as we peek into mid-season form here. So I'll catch you guys next week. If you have anything you want to send my way or you got anybody you think that deserves to be shit on more than I usually do, uh, come find me on Twitter and let's tag team some motherfuckers. Peace.